Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? 
Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's another week of the Almost Famous Podcast. It's crazy to think, Ashley, that like Tasha's season will be coming to an end very soon. Like this was this has been a a mo- monumental season for this podcast for Bachelor Nation, and now we're like almost done with it, and I'm sad. I'm sad too. I don't know if it could ever get better. This was such a great season. I mean, I've gotten so invested into these relationships, especially with Zach. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though? Now that we kind of look back because this is the episode every year, you know, fantasy suites, things start getting real, like, you know, not start getting real. They've already been real, but they start getting more intimate. I think is the word I was hoping for there. Um, we know that they've had some type of physical connection to whatever extent they want to have a physical connection, but at least mm-hmm. they've had their, um, you know, time to have it. And it, I was sitting there watching this week and it hit me how long ago it feels like Claire's season was now. It's it, bizarre. It's so weird uh, to look back. It was only like, uh, two months ago, two months ago. Wait, this is like the longest season ever. Yeah, the it season feels, started like I'm October, saying. the first week of October or something. Well, there it, are more episodes than most seasons, understandably so. But it yeah. was it does feel like a lifetime away that Claire it's, and Dale got engaged. It's absolutely wild. Well, hey, anyways, uh, we got a big episode to break down today. We're going to break down this latest episode. It was Fantasy Suites this week, and then we have some Bachelor headlines to cover. So, Ashley, my first comment. Is hey, one of our favorite people in Bachelor Nation, never can see enough of her. Fantastic human. JoJo is back this week. Has she just lived at La Quinta for the last like six months? I'm so mind boggled. They had to have kept her at least another four days just for this conversation, right? Easily Wacky. four days. Wacky. Like, hey, JoJo is great. No harm, no foul. We'd love to see her on our TV. She's, she's a good personality. However, for her, What's she doing? Is she just is she just kicking it by the pool, like hanging out in her suite? Like there can't be that much going on at La Quinta. It's it's a closed down resort. I know. I mean, she had free roam, obviously, at that point. So yeah. But like free roam really doesn't give you a lot while being there. It like gives you pool access. It's not like the spa is open. It's not like she could. I don't even know. She. she I don't even know what else there would be to do. Just wandering around There's like no restaurants. in 115 degree weather. But, uh, well, hey, so that starts to show off. And then we have a date with Ivan. Ashley, what's your take on the relationship with Ivan at this point? It's one that started out strong. We've had some big moments in their relationship up to this point. Some really good conversations. A great connection. We He's been one of the fan favorites since the beginning. And this is really the week for me. I mean, last week was a big week. But this is the week for me where we're going to st- really, I think, start to understand where the relationship is. 
And I think their relationship is at the bottom of the totem pole. Really? I mean, yeah. There's this relationship is obviously lacking compared to the others. And I'm including Ben in there. Oh, I love Ivan. He's so sweet. He has such a, a nice family. I think he's great on paper. I think they get along well, but I still feel more friendship vibes than anything else. Like for long-term friendship vibes. They're like the couple that dates for a bit and then they become friends. Well, last week on the episode, um, or maybe this was the um, stereo app episode that we did, people started writing some questions to us and I, I think it's one question we didn't get around to but it's you know who do we think the next bachelor will be well if ivan is not picked with taisha i believe he is a tremendous bachelor choice mm-hmm. um and i could definitely see that i would agree with you i guess in comparison to you know these other relationships uh now knowing what we know about brendan being gone i would say it's like a zach or ben race at this point which is interesting considering ben you know had left and is coming back uh but the cool part about this final three, and we don't always have this in a season, this final three now is all people that we can root for. I think you and I both are oh. kind of on the side of Zach and Ivan. A thousand percent. You know, after kind of Ben's mess up with, with Tasha uh, and, and knowing where they stand, like we're definitely the Ivan and Zach kind of cheering squad right now, but we know that Ben could still be there at the end. We're not against it either. Obviously, Bachelor Nation has a huge affinity for Ben Smith. I'm not against it, but you, I was pretty open about my feelings last week. I don't think it's going to be the best long-term choice for her. Um, no. But it's not. But like, obviously, there's something very strong there. But but yes, your your initial point. All these guys are very rootable. I love Ivan. It just as this their date was great right and but then you watch the rest of the episode and i'm like oh okay well ivan's the one going like there's just no doubt about it no question yeah i I mean we'll get we'll talk more about it during the next date but you know first we we see that they do the the cold bath Mm -hmm. there's a world record thing and seems awful (laughs) (laughs) it really does (laughs) actually it gives me anxiety yeah me too that cold well, I was like, thank goodness the top half of their body is in like 115 degree Palm Springs heat. And then the lower half of their body is going through that. So there's like a little bit of a balance. Could you imagine doing that in any other climate? Whew. No. Anyway, but is it, horrible. Well, hold up. Isn't it, isn't it medical? You've got to ask your dad at some point and let me know. But is it medically, if you go from like super hot to really cold, your body like, like, your body doesn't react well to it. Like it's not healthy for you. I don't, yes and no. Like I think growing okay. up, we were always told that, but now like all those therapies, like cryotherapy and like these water experiences that you get at spas where you're supposed to go from cold to hot. And like, there's some sort of spark that goes off in your body. I don't know. We should also class ask Claire about it because Claire does it all the time. She takes like a cold bath like this every other day yeah, I, I'm, I'm very it, yeah. sensitive to cold. I I would be like, this is the worst date ever. I can't believe we're doing this. Um, my buddy, my buddy gets in a cold bath every day, and he loves it. He says he's like smarter afterwards. My problem is this, Ashley. There's moments during the show that I watch. I try to put myself in their shoes. I would have been the biggest baby. Like you would have seen me squealing. Like the they handled it better than I would. Like I would have been like 
squealing getting into that cold bath and having I to totally sit there for that long. That would be me too. Like I would have been so I'd awkward. I'd probably yeah. just scream the entire five minutes. But I know so I had to kiss, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> how many times have I said whatever in the past two minutes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's like horrible, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay. So then another horrible thing, like poor Ivan, he gets from this, this ice cold bath to having to have his fantasy suite in the smallest Winnebago. Like that wasn't cute. That was we- like it's so weird. It's like everybody else has this beautiful. Well, the only other fantasy suit we saw was Zach, but every other fantasy suit we've seen on this series, it's like a nice big room. Like you're getting the bigger room than you've ever had this whole experience. And this time they like cram him into the small room, and then like everybody's talking about like, oh well, if they have sex, that thing's gonna be rocking. Yeah, so awkward. Oh, I hate those things. Uh, but Ashley. You, you know I'm not one to blame production for everything. Uh, I've never been that way. I think we have to hold – the contestants have to hold themselves accountable. I don't think production plays like omnipresent God in all things during this show. However, this did make me think. I want you to – and this is not I'd, a bash on the show, mm-hmm. but remind me of past seasons – is there things that they do during this crucial week that I know personally how important it is and how much you really just want to get time with these humans away from the cameras to like solidify anything you're feeling, thinking, wondering? Is there any way that they set this up when there is somebody that maybe they want to be the next Bachelor to not be with Tasha? Uh, I don't think what they did on the date is going to make or break okay, him becoming fair. the next Bachelor. No, 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 but like... I mean, make or break their relationship. Make or break their relationship. And therefore leading him to The Bachelor rather than leading him to Tasha. No. I I don't think the activity determines that. But I do think that they purposely put um, the whole wedding band meet with Neil Lane sesh with Brendan so it would freak him out even uh, further and drive okay. him to being like, okay, no doubt, I gotta leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I just wondered, because I watched it this week and that was a very clear, I think everybody in Bachelor Nation is going to go, hey, cute date, right? Some people like that more than others. Um, but definitely not like the luxurious, big, expansive room with space that other people have. Like, I think I just wondered, hey, is this on purpose? And if so, what would be the angle? Uh, but maybe not. I, I, I don't nah. know. Okay. Nah, good, good thoughts, but but no. <laughs> because yeah, sure. because of what we see in the next date with Zach, and it's just like night and day. Sorry, I get really giddy with these two. I don't know what it is. I like truly have not felt this type of passion for a budding bachelor couple in a very, very, very long time. I can't not like get into that upper octave when I speak of them. Mm. So does he give you, does he give you uh Sean Booth vibes? Um, Yeah. In the swag sense. Okay. And the fact that he has like that presence. Yeah. But I mean, I think he looks most like Nick and this is really weird. He also looks like a young Robert De Niro. What? I thought that was the weirdest thing. So Jared goes for, you know, Jared doesn't watch every week. So he's like, who's Zach? The one that looks like Robert De Niro. And I was like, what in the F? And then he was like, I was like, this one? 
And he goes, yeah, he looks like Robert De Niro. I was like, how are you seeing that? He goes, there's memes everywhere about this. And then I really looked at his face and I was like, oh, damn, I see it. I'm going to look this up as you're breaking down this week, this date with Zach. I'm going to look up a young Robert De Niro because I've never thought about this, but that would be an incredible, incredible comparison. <laughs> okay, so it's it's true. So we we know that they like do the whole painting thing. It's very much like what Carly and Evan did in Paradise during like the date that they fell in love with, fell in love on. Uh, it's very sexual. It's like weird. Mm. They're like rolling yeah. around, mixing, making all these colors together. This kiss, <laughs> the way that she holds him, the way that he holds her, like everything about their physical chemistry is so much different than what we see mm. on the dates with Brendan and Ivan. Like there's just steaminess. So much yeah. ste steaminess. And then... Fast forward to them sitting down at the table and he's like, I have something to tell you. Like, I'm going to rip the bandaid off. It was kind of cute the way that he approached the conversation. And he was like, I'm in love with you. And then she was like, Whoa. oh, my God, I'm in love with you. And I'm like, see, they are there. That's it. That is it. Why would we ever think she was going to end up with somebody other than Zach? Like, she has to end up with Zach after that immediately I'm jumping to also tell you that I love you moment. Well, here's my question. Though. That eliminated Ivan right there to me. It did, but it doesn't eliminate Ben, which we'll talk about later. But here's something for everybody to sit on until we get into the Ben conversation. Ben comes to Tasha, and if Tasha reciprocates, can she pull the old daunting very not, not good for anybody to I love you moment during this season still. That's the only thing that is going to create any sort of tension or any sort yes. of like any sort of feeling that we haven't figured it out yet. And it's all going to happen tomorrow night. Like oh. all these twists and turns that could be coming our way comes tomorrow night. It, this is all crammed in one episode. So we'll break down Zach then. You're right. We don't have to wait. You said a few things that really stood out to me. One, this was a very passionate date, and it was a very passionate experience between Zach and Tasha. Tasha is like giddy. You know, she has this like now, I've obviously in a very committed, very happy relationship. You are as well. Many people listening are as well. Like those that season of life is amazing, right? When you're just oh, so giddy and you're so, so excited. excited. Like, I'm so excited for them. In fact, Jessica just moved to Denver this week. And so we've been able to see each other for like multiple days in a row. And I like get to wake up in the morning and be like, what are you doing today? I get to see you. That's exciting for me, right? That's a big deal. It's still, I'm still in that giddy phase. Now, I'm not oblivious to think that like, hey, that's going to always be there at some level, but it might pass. But they have, I'm saying all of this to say that they do have something that cannot be dismissed. And that is a giddiness, an excitement, an attraction. But I don't think, the one thing Tasha has done really well this season and shown us. Now, Zach's a good looking fella. And he does look like a young Robert De Niro, I will say. <laughs> I looked it up, it's true. But this isn't just a physical attractive connection like there is a depth to this where the giddiness comes from a like i want to say a comfortability between the two of them that like just wants the cameras to leave almost so i don't see this 
I'll sit here right now, knowing we only have a few minutes before, uh, or a few hours before we'll know, and say, like, I will be absolutely shocked if it's not Zach. It can't be B at this point. That's why. It'll be the most, it'll be, here, I'm going to say it, big statement. It'll be the most shocking finale to me if he's oh, not yeah. the winner. Yes, I would agree with you. And I'm going to say that right now so that everybody out there listening, Ashley, you're going to claim that as well and say that. I, and typically, we don't, I don't think we are this confident in a winner Yes. this week. They could be throwing us the craziest twist ever, though, by her not picking him. The I'll say they'll, there has been more dramatic endings as far as like Brian oh, Womack yeah. not choosing anyone or like whatever happened with Peter and his mom. And that finale was insane. But as far as yep. like who is picked in the end, it'll be the most shocking to me if it's not Zach. I would 100% agree with you. I'm, I'm putting all my eggs in the Zach basket. That's the one way this thing can turn on us. And you know, you're right. You just, you just referenced it. Like, Peter, we had no clue he was going to choose. Like, we're like, don't choose anybody because it doesn't feel it like... was going to be Maddie. We thought it was obviously going to be Maddie. I guess yes. that was actually a pretty... That was pretty wild. <laughs> that, they've all I mean, been wild. They've been wild. Well, hey, so then we get into... Uh, we were all wondering who the, the, the final three was going to be. Uh, or the final two, really, I guess, going into this week. Um, Brendan... We really started to see Brendan at a level we haven't seen him yet this season, right? Like, this is starting to get serious. He's starting to get anxious and nervous. We know that that's kind of looming. This week, it really comes to a head. Like, the whole, remember, we had the whole uh, lie detector test. Like, that was coming through then. He wasn't really sure if he was ready for the families to meet. Understandable. Like, he's the one that's been married. He definitely doesn't want to do, you know, so is Zach. But he doesn't want to get divorced ever again, of course, or, like, rush into anything. Everything makes sense. But yes, his anxiety has been present. Now, his anxiety, like, it was so written all over his face during the beginning of this date, during the sit-down with Neil Lane picking out rings. I mean, it was so funny. It's like, there's an ice bath date, and there's a body painting date, and then there's, like, let's pick out rings date. It's just, like, oh. so obvious yeah. that he was, you know, that he was given this one for a reason. His face like the guy is struggling and she Mm. sees it now what is just unbelievably mind-boggling to me and is when they sit down he goes through he goes through his entire spiel that you know like he can't do this it's just too fast it's not just too fast but like he has discovered through this process that he himself is not ready and whole enough to be in a relationship he still has to work on himself so he's gonna he's gonna drop out right but then she says this is where the mind boggle comes in i thought it was gonna be brendan i thought i was choosing brendan what literally yesterday you so excitedly told zach that you were in love with him so where does this brendan thing come out come come out comes out of the blue you're right you're right yeah that's a huge moment but the interesting side to this though ashley is like maybe she is in love with two people maybe she's in love with three of these guys and like and if you go back um and and we, I think we had an interview with, uh, I forget what interview it was in, but um, you and I were talking about it. That was going to be the danger, but also the benefit of Tasha's season because she allowed these guys to be fully themselves. She asked really hard questions. 
They connected on a level that we haven't seen often within the Bachelor world. Like, this ending isn't surprising to me where there's multiple people she's, like, into and that are into her because of the level and the depth of the relationships that's happened throughout the season. Totally get it. Totally agree. However, watching the dates... Just, I just don't think there, there's any comparison between the Brendan chemistry mm. and the Zach chemistry. Was it cut? Like, did she say earlier in the season, I thought it was going to be Brendan, and then we just took out the earlier in the season part? Like, that is the only possible explanation to me. Or, actually, I mean, I've been in this, you've been in this. Like, it matters what she's looking for in a partner. Maybe Brendan, like, Zach is obviously she's somebody she's in love with, she's into, she's so infatuated by. But when she sits down and she has to ask herself in that moment, who is it that I can see myself marrying? Who is it that I can see myself spending a lifetime with? Who is it that I can see myself being a partner far beyond this show? Maybe Brendan had characteristics and qualities that she really admired and wanted and she couldn't get those out of her head. Now, I've been there, right? Like you're you're confused, yeah. you're twisted. Yeah. And, and maybe like the connection with Zach is something she's like, I've never felt this way. I've never had like I I am so giddy with you. However, the the giddiness falls below what I feel for Brendan, which we don't know the details of that, but it sums up with Brendan has to go home. And this is a big moment for him. And one that like just shows I mean I'm a big fan of Brendan. I have I haven't held that Me a secret. Me too. Love him. But like the fact that he can now say, "Hey, I'm not ready for this. I'm not there." Like, "Tasha, you're great. You can tell he thinks she's great, but like I'm just not personally at a place where I can make this commitment to you. And he says it like, especially in this environment, we cannot overlook how hard it is to admit that when everything around you is pressuring love, love is in the air. There's an engagement looming. You've gone through this for weeks. You've been through it with this person, like an admirable moment for Brendan to admit that at this point in time. And I found it, something that even made me like him more, even though he wasn't going to be with Tasha in the end. Yeah, I know. Me too. It's good for Tasha. I mean, it's good that she doesn't have to stand. You know, what if she did choose him? Can you imagine that ending? She yeah. stands there and she asks him and he goes, I'm not ready at the altar. Yeah. Like yeah. that would yeah. be awful. Or even they do get engaged or decide to stay together yeah. or be together. And then like a month later, he realizes it. Like, whoo, you go through that entire Ooh. process and then the guy you pick, that would be like one of those cases where she'd probably go back and revisit a relationship with one of the guys that she let go mm-hmm. of. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? 
I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about how awkward it was that they they repeated the situation that they did with Peter last year, and the guys were like all sharing a room and they saw each other in between overnight dates. Uh, yeah, well, it's not a good I idea. I mean, we've seen it two seasons <laughs> like, in a row. Like, it's a bad idea. It's bad a idea. bad idea for the guys, but I guess for the audience, it's like really fun to see how awkward it no, can get. I don't love it. It's not fun for me at this point in time. Like, I watch this show to be entertained, to laugh, to laugh with the contestants, to at some level make fun of the contestants, and then to, like, really start to, like, care about these relationships. I don't love this move because it does get awkward, and it's just so unhealthy. Like, there's nothing healthy about it. I know. It's so awkward. It's kind of good TV, but it is unhealthy. It doesn't doesn't feel – it just doesn't feel – pure <laughs> no i mean it's sad because like you have guys that are really laying their hearts in the line they just had an amazing evening with Tasha. they did whatever they did in the fantasy suite like i i'm i'm really against even wondering like what physical level they went to but they no matter what had a good evening with her they've invested even more of their hearts into this girls and guys we saw it with peter season as you said and then and then they have to watch other guys come back in with a smile on their face or like, you know, whatever. And it's just crushing. Like, can you imagine? Like, that hurts. Ugh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Okay. Well, with that aside, let's go to the, the part where Ben knocks on our door. Did you know it was going to be Ben? Like, I thought, I thought, <laughs> this is this is Ben. Here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. And then right as she's walking to the door, I came up with like a whole bunch of other scenarios. I was like, they're going to totally fake us out and it's going to be like JoJo again. <laughs> yeah. Or um, it's going to be her ex-husband because there was those yes. TikTok rumors. Yes. Like, okay, it's not Ben coming back. It's her ex-husband. That's because she thought. says, uh, like, I couldn't be more surprised. I was who, who was there, right? Like, she was just stunned. I'm like, Ben doesn't stun me. Ben seems very obvious. But I guess Ben hung around the resort, continued to, you know, stay in the quarantine bubble, and came to Tasha and finally said the words that he couldn't say last week. I love you. I'm falling in love with you, or I'm fall- I've fallen in love with you, or something like that. And now she's very confused at what to do. It seems this is this is this is to me it's obvious what she's gonna do. And it's yeah. probably what I would have done too. But first, Ben, <laughs> what do you think she's gonna do? Because I feel like I'm gonna be so right in this that it's just like a spoiler. Yeah. You know, you're right. You said it you you broke it down well. And just to reiterate, I thought it was gonna be her ex husband. I thought for sure that was gonna be a twist here at the end. We've been rumored to it all season. I thought it was going to be incredibly inappropriate, really awkward for everybody mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. been, I, I was not thrilled with it. Well, Ben shows up, which Ben showing up now to me, looking back at it, is probably one of the least surprising things of the season. 
it's even less surprising to me than Bennett showing up. Like Ben left in this weird way where it felt like there was so much left unsaid. It felt like it was a very anticlimactic ex exit where it's like, hey, if you really had this strong of feelings for him and if you had that strong of feelings for her, this exit feels like it's falling short. Like there's still so much yet to be done here. And so he shows up. I'm not shocked. Now, unlike you, Ashley, I have no clue what happens next. Obviously, I can assume Stop. that he what comes. What do you assume? I can assume he comes back in. It adds a little drama to the season, but he's ultimately like still let go. That's my assumption, and that she still was Zach in the end. That's my thought. Oh, okay. So we're different. I think that with Brendan gone, okay. she thinks, okay, I got to limit it down to two. I know Zach's a shoe in but I don't think I have it with Ivan because I thought it was going to come down to Brendan and Zach. And now that Brendan's not here to fill in that spot, I'm going to let Ivan go because it's wrong of me to keep him around when I just know it's not him. And I'm going to bring in Brent and Ben because maybe he's, maybe he's not number two in my heart or maybe there's not um, a comparison to Zach or maybe there is a comparison to Zach, but at least I can like explore this a little bit more before making, making my final decision. And that way I know at the end of this, I've exhausted all possible options. And I do think that next, well, tomorrow, I think tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this, the guy that Tasha's dad is going to be worried about is going to be Ben. Yeah, because he no, already left true. and she already had so many issues with him. That's a good point. Yeah, that's the one that Tasha's dad sits down and says, hey, you're making a really bad decision. Like, this is not okay. This guy isn't ready. That's a good point. I never, th I mean, I, didn't, I knew that's a possibility, but you just laid it out there and probably how it's going to play out, right? It just seems like that at this point. Um, well, luckily, we don't have a lot of days to wait, which I'm glad because I don't want to wait any longer. We only have about 24 hours uh, to, to wait for this next episode. The dramatic finale, we see Ben, Zach, and Ivan. This will be aired on Tuesday, right? So I don't know when you're listening to this, either really late at night or whatever, but the the, the finale will happen. Um, now, Ashley, to kind of close out this episode, talk about what's up for the future. At this point, it hasn't been announced, but we're assuming there is no after the final rose, right? Like this finale um, will be it. Yeah. How weird is that? So we have a little Weird. inside knowledge here. Talked to some of our talked to some of our people, okay? And I was like, okay, well, we definitely have to see an interview with her and whoever she picks, right? Like, even if it's a Zoom thing. Like, I don't care if it, we're Zooming from Chris Harrison's house and we're Zooming from Natasha's house. Like, I got to see her with this guy. We got to see them so many months later together on a couch. Well, yeah. apparently we're not getting that. And that makes me have all sorts of questions. Is she single now? That's where I'm wondering is what does this mean? If they're not highlighting this couple, which they do every year in dramatic ways, right? Like this year, there's obviously not going to be the big press and media tour like there usually is where it's like four days of interviews back to back to back in New York and LA. Like if we don't have that and if that's not even being planned, what does that mean for where they're at now? That's what's weird to me. Not a good sign. I don't think it's a good sign. And and I'm maybe we're reading too far into it. Maybe it isn't that big a deal. But I want to see this couple. Like, I watch this to celebrate this couple. But then I guess, like, 
you'd think that they would totally do some sort of Zoom after the final rose thing if they were broken up because that's even more dramatic. Yeah, put them on the same Zoom call. Oh, nothing could be. I mean, Zoom gives me anxiety the way it is, let alone <laughs> doing it with an ex. Well, hey, we, uh, we'll we be back this week with a breakdown of the finale. We'll talk about all these things once again. Um, Ashley, let's take a break here. When we come back, we have Bachelor headlines to break down. They're going to be fantastic. They're going to be great. And, uh, and then, hey, I'm going to be seeing you in just a few hours right back here on our Zoom uh, for a second episode of the Almost Famous Podcast this week, which is fantastic. But yeah, hey, let's take a break. We come back. We'll break down Bachelor headlines. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. 
You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care, and you can sit in a room full of sick people, or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash famous. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was we'll it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene. And last time on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for Bachelor Headlines with one of our sponsors, Affirm. The holidays are here. All those gifts for friends and family, Mm -hmm. they couldn't wait. You know, they're probably wrapped under the Christmas tree unless you're a last-minute buyer. Totally respect. Um, But then then they're like, (laughs) ugh, pay Paying for them. Could that way? Actually, it can with a firm. You can pay overtime at thousands of stores like Walmart, Pottery Barn, Casper Sleep, Poshmark, Priceline, and more. Whether you're shopping for one big ticket item or whether you want everything to just be crossed off your list, you want to get it done, bought, but not paid for, a firm gives you a smarter and more transparent alternative to a credit card. Well, with no late fees or hidden charges, Affirm tells you exactly how much you owe and when you'll be done paying. So you can buy the perfect gifts today with no gotchas tomorrow. Ashley, um, you and I both are in a situation where we we do love to get gifts, um, but especially right now, there's a lot of expenses. There's a lot of things on our plate. And mm-hmm. so as you buy these gifts, right? Now I am marrying into a family of like 56 cousins. It's wild. Holy like, moly. yeah. So to have this type of uh, uh, outlet with a firm really helps me plan for the holidays. I think it will help a lot of us plan for the holidays. Well, anyways, visit affirm.com slash famous to shop the latest in electronics, fashion, home goods, travel, and more. Then pick the payment plan that works best for you. Head to affirm.com slash famous to get started today. That's affirm.com slash famous, or you can download the free Affirm app. It's for eligible customers. All right, let's get into these headlines. Uh, There are three that I really want to cover today, and we can do some more tomorrow. Start with the obvious one. Drum roll, Ben, read it. 
Bachelors Ari Leindyke Jr. and Lauren Burnham reveals they're pregnant with baby number two. Now, here's the thing. Not Ashley, just baby number two, baby number two and three. Ooh, girl, yeah, I was going to say, this headline has now changed. It's hot off the press. I mean, this is crazy. They are having twins. Now, if you remember right, uh, just a few short months ago, Ari and Lauren were public and uh, discussed that they had a miscarriage. And so this is not only something that they're celebrating, but there's something that there's like this uh, added gratefulness for because they're now being blessed with two children. Yep. they. We don't know the sex yet, but Lauren has said that she's been crying on and off for the past three months. Uh, she's so grateful. There was in the picture that they posted on Instagram today of the twins, you know, there's a sonogram showing the baby number one, the baby number two. So we're really, really happy for them. I'm going to just make a wager. I think they're twin girls. I think that they're going to have a family of three girls. Ari uh, just seems like a girl dad to me. A girl dad. Well, hey, we're pumped for them, celebrating them. Uh, I still remember our very first in-depth was with Ari and Lauren, and it was at that point in time that afterwards, they didn't get to say on the podcast, even though we did a later episode or later recording, but uh, that they were pregnant with their very first. So I feel like you and I are just like super involved in their relationship, have been along since the beginning. <laughs> really happy for their for this uh, couple, and uh, congratulations to the two of them on being pregnant with twins. Now, Ashley, this next headline is one that I need your insight into. Oh my god, everybody's been buzzing, buzzing, and, and you know she meant to do this. And uh, hey, good for her. Like this is a very like good way to get some buzz, and I think it's fair and it's funny and it's it's keeping me intrigued. But I don't know where this rumor came from, and I need you to tell me. So Andy Dorfman denies Bachelorette Bennett Jordan is her mystery man while vacationing in Cabo. This is according to Us Weekly. What is this all about? Okay, so last week, Andy posted a picture of herself bikini-clad and in between the legs of a man, okay? So it was from the angle of the guy taking the picture and his legs were in there. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Then she deletes the picture and zooms more into herself so the legs are cropped out. But like, of course there were screenshots and I don't know if Andy thought she was going to get away with it or is this like a really good way to, you know, create a, a buzz, to use the word again. So when she, she when she posted the picture again, she she acknowledges that she deleted the other one and that she cropped this because she goes, now I look topless. LOL. Hashtag out of the office. Hashtag cropped. <laughs> all right. All right. So immediately fans start speculating who the mystery man is. All the message boards, which I totally creeped on, were comparing legs and feet to possible lovers okay bennett oh was one gosh. of the guys that was up there people were comparing the feet nick was up there michael garofola was a big a, a big suspect here but i think all those guys are ruled out and the it seems like the most confirmed suspect seems to be an ex-boyfriend of hers not not a i don't know if he's a famous one he may be an athlete but it's not a Bachelor alum. But we have to assume, I mean, Andy Dorfman is typically, I wouldn't say private about her relationships. Obviously, she wrote some books on this. But she doesn't come out very often about dating or who she's dating and that kind of thing. She is 
she is a little bit close to the chest when it comes to dating. And so for her to post this picture, knowing that like stuff was going to start swirling, does she, I would assume she's in a place where she feels this relationship is in a pretty good place. Like this isn't like a new fling. I would assume so because I don't think she's done this since she broke up with Josh. Man, has she been public with anyone since then? I don't, I can't picture, I mean, I don't think so. And I don't so, think not on her own Instagram. So this is a big deal. Well, we're going to continue to watch this story, update you as we go. Who knows? Who knows who it is? The next story is one, Ashley, I think you're going to be able to talk about pretty easily because uh, it's about you. The headline reads, Bachelor in Paradise's Ashley Kennedy and Jared Haven rewatch their cringy first kiss. This is according to People Magazine. Stop now. This is a headline? You guys, oh, yeah. that's ridiculous. I can't believe people wrote an article about that. I had no idea until I'm looking at it right now. Wow. What's, what's this about, Ashley? Well, that's what we did. Uh, we watched our first kiss. We videotaped it. Thought it'd be some funny Instagram content. And, man... That scene gets cringier and cringier with time. I'm telling you, when I first watched it back, I was like, oh my God, why did I bring up Caitlyn? Oh my gosh, why did I say, oh, okay, as he leaned in. But now it's like, ah, ah, I can't believe myself. I can't believe how awkward I am. At least Actually, the kiss, like the physical kiss itself isn't awkward. And that's what I was proud of. That's one of my favorite things about you. I love many things about you. And I obviously love Jared. But one of my favorite things about you is that you fully admit your awkwardness. I mean, you've gotten less awkward, I feel like, over the last, like, four years or so. But, like, when you're in the, like, trying to figure out what in the world your dating life was going to look like, there are a lot of awkward stories, moments, interactions, especially when we got to watch you on these shows. And, like, that's what just makes people love you even more. Because you you did bring up an ex-girlfriend, like, during this first uh, kiss. Like, uh, that's brutal, Ashley. That's like, you can't so do that. horrific. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, absolutely no filter. No. Oh, I don't know. And, like, I didn't. I thought I was being funny at the time. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, well. No. It now, watching worked. it back, I can tell how affected Jared was by it. Because, you know, those those feelings were still lingering. What was I thinking? Well, and like, if you know Jared at all, Jared is a very loyal man. Uh, and he is, I mean, y you can phrase this better than I can, but he is a little bit jealous. Like he's jealous mm -hmm. for you. Like he yeah, doesn't yeah. love, he doesn't love the conversations about his exes. He doesn't love you talking about, yeah. you know, your exes. Like, yeah. so now, you know, if this man is sitting there going, Hey, I really like this girl. And like, I want to pursue it. And then you bring up the one thing that he's still sensitive of today. Like, I'm sure that affected him pretty deeply. Well, you know, what's funny is Jared also loves like really like sexy romantic moments. Oh, like, yeah. During those. Those moments of intimacy. <laughs> yeah. He does not like um, like jokes or awkwardness because like he gets into like real like movie star mode and you can tell like he just wants to be like really romantic in the moment he doesn't really crave any like awkward giggles that can be endearing but no no, no. like he's not about those moments being endearing like they should just be sexy and i totally wiped out that that sexy vibe by saying basically everything that i said in that moment afterward so good. Well, hey, it's fun to watch back. I'm glad you guys just did. Uh, next headline is one, Ashley, that uh, I want you to break down for us. Rachel Lindsay. This is the headline. It reads, Rachel Lindsay doesn't want Ben Smith to be the next Bachelor. And the reason is, and this is according to Refinery29. 
Okay, so I sort of kind of agree with her. Okay, um, why so is that? Th I don't know. Look, I'm going to read her quotes, and then I may just say ditto. She goes, Ben did just enough to stay by. He reminds mm. me of Peter Krause. He reminds me of him in the way that he gives you just enough. But if you really break it down to what he's saying, it doesn't match up. So it's like, I don't believe you. Like, I'm into you. I like you. I feel it. But there's something that I can't explain that's not adding up here. Okay, yeah. So I do. I, I agree with her. That's I just felt like something was missing with Ben. There was always something lingering where I was like, I need to find the last piece of the puzzle, but I can't find the last piece of the puzzle. Where is it? Is it under the table? Is it in the couch? Yeah. I don't know. I can't find it. She also continues to say, Ben 1000% wants to be The Bachelor. I beg producers, please don't do it. We've been here before with the person who is so desperate to be the lead. It never works out. I don't know. Who is she referring to there? Is she referring to Peter? I still think Peter would be a fantastic bachelor. Okay. Um, moving on. Continuing the quote. She says, when they want it so badly, when they've been planning it, calculating, making certain moves to get that point, then you give it to them and it always messes up. There are so many great men from Claire and Tasha's season. Don't pick him. I don't want to see it. Okay. So that sounds like she's referring to Colton. Yeah. I was going to say, because... I don't think she's been a, made it a secret that she thought that, you know, Colton planning, trying, doing what he could to become the bachelor was wrong. And I don't think you and I would disagree with that. I don't think anybody going out to going on this show to pursue being the bachelor is ever a good decision for anybody involved. She obviously though is getting these same vibes about Ben, which has been Bachelor Nation's biggest, biggest critique of him. You know, they've they've uh, invested themselves into his story. He's been vulnerable about his story, what he's been through, what he's overcome. However, there's also these moments, like we saw when he left, where he wants to say the right thing. And he only wants to say the right thing. And then when he can't say it because it's not exactly like where he's at, for example, when he couldn't say I love you, then we see a different side where things don't add up. Because he can sit there the whole season and talk about how into this he is, how perfect this whole thing is. And then when the when he actually has to start being real and this actually has long-term consequences that are really good, I think, like being in a relationship, then he kind of froze. And so I don't disagree with Rachel. Um, however, I, do, I will say that my uh, opinion of this moment and probably hers as well could completely change after the finale. Like if he yeah. comes back to say, hey, I... If he comes back to say, you know what, I'm in this for you, I love you, I want to be here for you, well then like the whole, hey, he's doing this to be the Bachelor thing, I think would probably be defeated. I think we'd have to look past it. Yeah, 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 because I think we actually have to look past it right now. Okay. You know enough. why? Because it's too close to the finale. It seems like he wants to be with Tasha more than he wants to be the Bachelor at this point. Yeah, and I, I mean, here's the, I here's agree the, with when I say that I agree with her. I agree with her like with her senses about Ben. I don't necessarily agree that he's like 100. He's trying to be the Bachelor. I don't, you know, with, the, with those quotes, I'm like a little there, a little there. Well, and we also have to understand this actually something we haven't brought up, which is a dynamic that it really hasn't ever been done before. Like these guys are going to be the next Bachelor. Matt James is the next Bachelor. So like. If they're doing this to be the next Bachelor, they went into this knowing that Matt James has already been chosen. Like, yes, they could go back and pull from a past season. 
that's happened. It's not incredibly common, but it's happened. It's not like the, the typical way that this goes. But we're going to have a whole new group of men in just, you know, a year on a bachelorette season. And if one of those dudes really stands out to us, he'll be the next bachelor. Because right now, Matt James' season is already done. Yeah. I think they're great guys in this season. But I pro- they'll probably choose somebody fresher from whoever the next bachelorette is. And it's weird that that bachelorette season is going to start filming in March. It is wild. So, well, um, final headline is one that I think Bachelor Nation is just pumped for. And if you don't know this man, he was just before the social media craze. So, like, he didn't get the following that a lot of people thought he deserved. Um, But Bachelor Nation's Markel Martin is engaged to Carrie Keisner. This is the biggest blessing in my life, that according to Markel. Like, Markel was a fan favorite. People loved him. He was on Andy Dorfman's season. Um, super happy moment. The pictures so are incredible sweet. if you haven't he seen him. He was the them. cookie man. If you guys remember, he like loved cookies and he ate cookies with, with, with Andy a lot. Yeah, it was a big deal. And so here's the thing that we can do, right? Because he was before the Bachelor Nation really had a huge following on social media. If you're out there listening, go to Markel Martin's page and uh, give him some love. Like, show him that he's still a part of this. He's a great dude. People love him. They love him on the show. They love him after the show. So, hey, he's engaged. We're celebrating it here at the Almost Famous Podcast. Well, Ashley, as we said, uh, we'll be back in just a few short hours talking again about the finale of this season. It's going to be a finale that I'm super pumped for. I really am excited. I'll be tuning in with my popcorn, probably a glass of bourbon. Uh, I do have to hit the road, though. Here, listen to this. Um, I have a charity event tonight. I'm going to call it a charity event because that just makes me feel a little bit better about myself. But here's the truth of it. Um, I'm going to play golf in a COVID-friendly golf simulator. So it's like a socially distant charity event against Jake Owen, Darius Rucker, and Shea Mooney right now. So That's I've got to so hit the road. Cool. So cool. So fun. All right. Well, have a great time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Can't wait. Until then, I've been Ashley. And I've been Ben. We'll talk to you later. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. 
Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.